Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I thank the following Patreon listeners. Warren Cummings, Malvos, Ernest A. Carafa, Robert Falkner, Leona Coffing, David Millar, Timu Hulasharu, H.P. Lovecraft Live, Jeffrey Voss, and Thran Duel. Thanks for helping us be the best feline adventurers. Mother, we are getting bored. You are always so impatient, my daughter. Five more minutes. Oh, this is hell. (laughs) (laughs) So, if I understand correctly, we're supposed to arrive. Collect your money. And find out what could possibly have possessed this group of people to determine their own fate and throw off the shackles of oppression and put a stop to that as well. Quite well. Can't wait to meet these people. Oh, yeah. You are so bad at this ambush. Hey! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable Podcast Network, where we're diving into the world of monarchies of Mao. Mao! Published by Onyx Path Games, and sit in the same u- universe as Pugmire. The Pugmire being the game where you get to play a society of dogs, and this one you get to play a society of cats. Making this game objectively better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Top to bottom. <laughs> So in this universe, this takes place thousands of years in the future, uh, humans have disappeared, but they disappeared at a time when they were ha- had super advanced technology. So uh, in uh, out of universe, there's, there's it doesn't explain how the humans disappeared. They could have transferred to a new universe. They could have gone on a long ship and disappeared off into space. Who knows? doesn't matter. What they left them behind were their pets, their animals. Uh, animals that over the thousands of years without humans have developed their own society leaving behind relics of these uh, ancient humans called the Old Ones. Now, as you know, in Pugmire, the the dogs believe that uh, that they were the faithful companions of the humans, that they served the humans willingly, and the humans gave them all these gifts for being good boys. Cats believe differently. They believe that the humans were so enamored with by cats that humanity, the super-advanced alien, uh, alien race, Served them and worshipped them. And they loved the humans, the old ones, loved cats so much, they chose to evolve cats into sentient beings because so that the cats could appreciate the love that we as humans were giving them. And then the cat, yep. And then the humans had to leave for whatever reason. Cats don't care. But they left behind, (laughs) but they left behind tons of relics for the cats to eventually use and to do for their own purposes. Did you leave enough food for the dogs and cats before we went on vacation? (laughs) Yeah, I left them the entire world, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the cats, uh, decide over a thousand years have developed a sort of society where they're called monarchies of Mao. There's no real royalty as each, uh, each monarchy is his own little fiefdom, mm-hmm. which work together as well as cats usually can. And so basically, yeah, and that's the society this group is going to be part of. So uh, before we start out, some changes. This is Monarchy of Mars is based off the D&D system with some slight tweaks. One of the big ones that's going to be important, which I'm just going to explain right off the bat, is this thing called the fortune pool, which is at the center of the table right there. Uh, what the fortune pool does is basically do not bat it at Dan. For the love Damn of it. God, you're not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get into character here. 
What the fortune pool does is anyone on the table can use it as, every, as long as everyone agrees, and you can reroll any dice, whether it's a d20, whether it's a stamina, whether, it's, whether it is a damage dice, etc. You get more fortune uh, points doing three things. Number one, you have a, pers- a bunch of personality traits. If you live up to them and in an interesting way, that uh, then you get a fortune point. If you... Uh, if you're funny in an exceptional way, which is hard for this group because you're all exceptionally funny, so that's a, that's a higher tier. Mm-hmm. That's another point. And number three, if you intentionally fail a role, David, intentionally <laughs> fail a role. <laughs> Not just going about the course of your life and fail now, a role. Is it intentionally fail or intentionally botch? Intentionally fail. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm not going to force you to botch in order to gain points. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I'll take care of that. No problem. <laughs> no problem. No, please, please. That that service is free. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, tell me a bit about your character. Hi, everyone. This is Angela. I'm playing Blaze Rex Von Rex. Blaze is a completely white-furred cat. She has large eyes and large ears that just dominate her small frame. She is very well tailored in uh, custom-made black leather armor, lots of pockets, because there's one constant in the universe, and that is no matter your species, if you are a woman, you appreciate pockets. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, as, as implied by her name, she is not just of the monarchy, the, the royal, not royal, the, the house of Rex, but that is her family name as well. So she is intimately tied into this noble house. Okay, so Blaze, you're actually on a job. Uh, you are technically of House Rex, but you're at least uh, you don't really have any ties to them. You're more of a cat of the world. You have you do have a uh, context, but they're general nobility, not just from House Rex, but from numerous other houses. And on occasion, if uh, you uh, on occasion speak with nobles who desire would like you to gain other items from other nobles in a way that doesn't tie to them. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. To jump in here, a couple of things about fortune, because that's going to be a thing. One, when we get awarded fortune to a particular person, you can choose whether or not to keep it yourself. Yes. Because cats. Yep. Two, uh, if the the player chooses failure, the guide gives the player fortune, and the result counts as if the player rolled a botch. And also, also it says, uh, it goes on to say... um, uh, if a role would be affected by your personality traits, such as be nice to dogs, and you're trying to interrogate a dog and get some information from them, you can say, you know what, my character would straight up not want to succeed in this, so I'm going to oh. fail the role because my character is overcome with guilt about oh, what's okay. going on. Okay. So, so yeah, those are the two. Those are the two things I just wanted to bring up. So it is a botch, but also has to do with your, okay, um, with with your characters, uh, who they are, which is why they. They put personality traits okay. on the All right. character sheet. So sorry, about, oh, sorry, sorry to I, I must have misread that. Because I, I knew it was too easy. I, I know, knew I know you're like, right. Oh, I just, I'll, I'll fail the role where I'm trying to get up like the first part of the building and I'll just fall 10 feet. No, 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 no. It's never that easy. Oh, sorry. You know, you're right. Thank you for reading up on that for me. But no problem. And now I know it's a botch. So it's, if yeah. you choose to go that in that route, well. Um, and w- I also don't understand what we can use them for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can wrong. use them to, uh, for, in, for you guys, you can use them to roll any dice roll. Okay, that's where, right. Where's D twenty? Where's the damage? Where's stamina, mm-hmm. etc. And also our our background. And if you have a, a house secret or like a special ability that uses those, mm-hmm. uh, that uses a fortune, you can do it. For example, uh, 
uh, Dan's character mm-hmm. is a magic user. Wizard. A wizard. A wizard. What? You are? That's so weird. I'm trying to step out of my usual comfort yeah. zone. Proud of you, man. And yeah. basically can use fortune in order to uh, recast a spell. Because he only has, a, uh, at least for you, you can only cast two spells per... per well, before. two level one spells. Yeah, and, two level one spells. And as many cantrips as it takes to kill exactly. something. Okay, okay, cool. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 no it's four. That's one. Four combat starts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So where was I? Right, so you're you're doing a job, uh, Blaze, for uh, a noble, uh, a noble of House Mao, who wants a particular item from another noble, a noble of House Siberian. And as you're uh, there, you're actually already inside the noble's home. You're getting ready to uh, snatch what looks like a, a prize, shiny red jewel that, if you put in the right light, shines a light on a on the floor that fascinates everyone. <laughs> and as you're there to grab it. You're a ding ding from the front door of the house, and you. Oh, I'm gonna say you are on the second floor, uh, but not near a window. You're actually because they kept the valuables in a safe, and you're like in the central. But you hear that ding ding, and you stop and you turn your head towards the bed, where you see a uh, 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 gang Geiger of House Mao, and his eyes flash open, and he's, he's about to stand up to go to the bed to get a his his uh, servant to say something, and he turns his head towards you. Who was it? I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> it was my- Doink! Run! <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a sigh. Here's the thing about footpads in this universe, in this society. Unlike other societies, they are rather well respected. So basically, like, if you could go ahead, get in and out without any problems, uh, you can, I'm not, not going to say gloat about it, but say, like, well, if someone was in there, I'm not saying it was me. But if mm-hmm. someone was in there and he showed exceptional skill, and it was like golf clap, yes, yes, yeah, they like showed exceptional game recognizes exactly. game. A game recognizes game. The fact that you were seen, it's still impressive you got in, but you were seen, so it kind of degrades that respect you have got for this That's job. Fair. Yeah, yep. And you're there, you're rushing out of the door. You see multiple servers trying to get trying to grab at you, but you're able to jump out a window, climb down a rope. You're running to the side, and as you turn towards the side, you see in front of you a large. Uh, gentleman cat in a, what looks like a butler's uniform but he's a uh, he's a large cat with uh, black and white spots uh you know him as the servant for your mother ophelia uh rex von rex his name gofa <laughs> god damn <laughs> i had to put it in there i'm sorry it. by the way for those listening that is one of the cats in this house okay <laughs> uh ma'am i hope i did not uh, interrupt Obviously, you did. Your mother assumed you would uh, be here um, to bring you home. Mm, but what if I don't want to go home? Then, ma'am, I'm supposed to say, uh, what's the phrase? Uh, what was that about a allowance? <laughs> and uh, Blaze's ears, which had you know, been standing straight up because she's feeling... Cocky and, uh, and having fun. Kind of droop. <laughs> this way, ma'am. And he t- leads you to a carriage. Opens the door. Bows. And uh, Blaze goes in. Yep. And the carriage creaks as the reinforced <laughs> shocks necessary to hold Gopher's rather <laughs> significant girth <laughs> activate as he sits in the front, waits for his body to congeal into the carriage driver's, <laughs> driver's form. <laughs> he 
He's not as big as he used to be. You guys did well. You guys did well. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, David, tell Mm. me a bit about your character. Let's see. Uh, My character is Halo von Siberian, uh, who is a was a wanderer, and wanderers in this universe are effectively monks. And I get to play a monk again, so all of us are a breaking character. Uh, he is only a... He's a Halo von Siberian. He doesn't have a secondary name, because wanderers in this world actually give up that name, and they're only part of a house. So, uh, Halo von Siberian is currently in a... He's in a meditation chamber in one of the uh in, in one of the churches or places of worship for um the old ones and there are there are busts all over uh the walls and indentures and walls uh that that are uh, attempts at artists at religious artists to try to personify who the old ones were and of course they are all variations on cats <laughs> uh and they line the walls and lights flicker from candles and torches and Halo is sitting in the lotus position across from uh, a he's in a line of cats all in lotus position across from them are uh, lotus cats or cats in lotus position all sitting heads bowed meditating in between them is a trough of uh, hot uh, fire and sage so it gives this kind of very earthy uh, smell and smoke and it's only after Halo raises his head to stave off a sneeze does he realize that all the other cats are in fact asleep <laughs> and he looks around and wonders for a moment if he's in fact doing it wrong <laughs> because enlightenment comes at the most interesting times <laughs> And as uh, you're there wondering what the heck is going on, there is the door uh, to this well, meditation uh, chamber opens, and one of the other monks, uh, because you're a you're a you're not a, a newbie monk, you're not an intern, mm-hmm. you're not a monk intern. Ha, yep. You've been there for a while, but you're not the head of the temple or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And a fellow peer comes uh, comes into the room, looks to the right at the sleeping uh, cats, is like nods his head and looks at you, shakes his head, and walks over to you. Hello. Someone is uh, downstairs to see you. Mm. I will be right there. All right. And remember, rest, lay out, flow. You are a cat. And he just—he kind of floats back. Mm-hmm. Very crouching tiger. <laughs> yeah. Appropriate. Yep. Yeah. No, I don't run the—I don't run the monastery because I haven't done three simple tasks for them, and this is not a Bethesda game, <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't just show up like, hey, what's your name? Do you want to lead us? We're an ancient order. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, my character, without <laughs> without leaving Lotus position, starts to uh, starts to kind of scoot backwards without moving. And the shot is from the front of Halo as he just starts moving backwards of a seemingly supernatural force. And then there's an overhead shot and his tail is slowly dragging him away. (laughs) So he doesn't break any sort of like lotus position. And then he stands up at the edge and walks out, gently closes the door. 
Uh, yeah, as you do that, you slowly uh, walk down the spiral staircase because, of course, there's a spiral staircase. Naturally. And you go into a large antechamber, and standing there is uh, a large black and white cat in a butler's uniform. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my character's a gray tabby, by the way. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. He says, Hello, Von Siberian. Yes. I don't think I've met you. I am a gopher serving family Rex of House Rex. Halo looks around, and... Are you aware that your friend, Trice, is indisposed, jailed currently, due to a mix-up? I believe you are a friend of his. Now, out of character, you do have Cat of the World criminal. You do have criminal contacts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's, Trice, is a contact of yours, an important one. Trice, you say? Trice. T-R-I-S. I see. And what kind of trouble did he find himself in? The type that would show that perhaps he was trying to make a deal with Pugmire to have them have an advantage. And you know the price for that type of evil. Oh, that's that's that sounds remarkably like adjacent to, if not dancing on the edge of treason. Oof! Yes, how strange. Hmm. Now, of course, there are ways to prevent that from happening. <coughs> if, say, certain individuals were to do uh, accomplish a goal for a certain organization, say, and would this? Would this activity be a daring midnight breakout of the jail for Trice? No. Trice is staying there. Let's just say we can use our political connections to have him escape. Oh, I'm out of my depth then. (laughs) What's going to happen, if you choose, is you will perform a simple task for us, and my lady will ensure that Trice is allowed to leave uh, the jailhouse, his... His attempts to gain favor with Pugmire, for whatever idiotic reason, is forgotten. Do Uh, you concur? Do you agree? Or perhaps you allow Trice to have, uh, lose his tail, as they say. Of course, I would be turning my back on my studies here at the monastery if I did not assist one of the downtrodden, regardless of how idiotic, in their time of need. Of course. So, for lack of a better term, sure. This way, sir. And he turns around and waddles off (laughs) out the door, and you see beyond him is a carriage. You know, we teach fasting here at the monastery. (laughs) He doesn't even flinch. Yeah. I get into the <laughs> and carriage. And you get into the carriage. Dan, tell me about your character. Uh, all right. So I'm playing Sabian Sphinx Von Angora. He is a member of House Angora, and he is a scholar. His calling is Manser, as in Necromancer, as in other Manser, <laughs> ro- Romancer, <laughs> I presume. Uh, basically, the wizards. Yeah. And the strange thing about this society is, uh, unlike other societies, uh, necromancy in this in this society is extremely like uh, respected. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because cats. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, just beer. Yeah, it just means you have more time to play with something exactly. before you eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Dan, uh, yeah. Sabian, you're actually at the and one of the many, many libraries of House Angora because Angora, out of all the houses, the most studious, the most... The most that the the house that want cares the most about knowledge, about gaining knowledge, not just about the old ones, but about magic, about everything. Yes. Uh, what's the title of the book you're currently reading? Um, it is uh, it is it is a novel uh, that he's actually reading, okay. uh, and uh, it, the author is Agatha Kitty. It is her latest <laughs> her latest mystery. <laughs> I forget. I, I I should know the names of some Agatha uh, Kitty uh, mystery uh, yeah, novels. Well, I'm trying but... to I'm trying to catify. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, heard or on the Orient Express. There we go. There we go. There we go. So he's he's avidly just reading. Can, that. can we get a point for the for the? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cat. I, I don't know if that's. Oh, yeah, a point for Agatha Kitty. I was like, not a point for my. Opponent. All right, all right. All right. So, do you want to keep it or do you want to put it in a pool? Uh, well, if I'd come up with that on my own, I'd okay. keep it. But Fair because enough. because Angela assisted, it's yep. going in the pool. Okay. <laughs> the alley oop. I love it. Yep. All right. Yeah, he's oh, just yeah. he's just happily reading right. his book. And as you're in the library, uh, if there's if the if it zoom <laughs> if it zoomed out a little bit, you'll notice that you're there in a center table, like in one table, and around you is a whole circle of empty tables, and mm-hmm. beyond that circle is other people reading. Yep. You've always had people basically afraid of you because of your house. Your house has been known. I mean, every there's, there is respect for necromancers, but there is still that. That dark pall across your particular family yes. because your family has been known on occasion to dabble a bit too far, and there has been a few attempts. There has been a few who have gone mad with power and had to be killed. Yes, they don't blame the family for that. You know, just bad eggs over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and there's a lot. Yeah, empty tables. I 100 percent believe you guys definitely do Warhammer 40k and take their cat skulls and then make them little servants. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, and all they do is just shine laser pointers at things. <laughs> uh, yep. But yeah, he's, he's just happily reading, just complete, completely unaware of yep. the the circle of distance that everybody else has given him. And as you're there reading, uh, you see, uh, you feel across the table uh, someone shaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yes, look, and he just looks up. Yeah, you look up and you see this uh, uh, lanky, uh, tabby woman, just like. Um, uh, Sabian, sir. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, there's someone here to uh, see you. Me? Yes, you, sir, sir. Well, sir. That seems unlikely. Yes, don't kill me, please, please. I, I wasn't. I really wasn't. Okay, going. message, message received. I'm glad you received it. And I, she runs off. I really wasn't going to. She's very nice. <sighs> he wants her skin. <laughs> it says it's nice. <laughs> yeah, and he uh, he quietly closes the book mm-hmm. and and shuffles off, puts it back on the shelf, and then heads over to where he was told somebody's waiting for him. Okay, and you pass by. There's a there's a there's a hallway, and people are just going around you. And then eventually you head down. Uh, you go down to a, a lobby area, and you mm-hmm. see a large uh, cat in a uh, butler's uniform. Yep. Uh, hello, hello. Yes, Sab- Sabian here, Wild Sphinx, Mister Wallingora. Spinks, Sibian Spinks von Angora, your services are requested. Uh, Services? I serve Ophelio Rex of House Rex. Oh. And there is need of your dark expertise. Um, I mean, I actually work better with a little bit of light, but sure. Ha, 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 ha. 
No, I uh, carriage is. You, <laughs> you need like to re- carriage is this way, uh, and he turns around and starts walking away. Like, like, like he expects you to immediately like want to do whatever he says. Yeah, the- I mean, since <laughs> Shabian considers for a moment, then realizes. Uh, once again, it's Friday night and nobody's invited him to go out. Aww. So, uh, so he kind of shrugs and, and goes over because uh, he's uh, kind of curious to see what's, what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you head off to the carriage. Also, you don't really say no to the Rexes. No. It's another Saturday yeah. night and I ain't got nobody, <laughs> but I'm the reason there's some empty graves. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And you, you head off. And uh, first to arrive at uh, the main mansion of Family Rex is Blaze. Blaze, you, uh, Gopher, uh lets you out, and you're lo- let off into a, the small uh, lobby area, and you're asked to sit down for a bit. Your, your mother's still getting prepared, ma'am. Of course she is. And, and you see Gopher leave and actually get into a carriage. Where are you going? Picking up the other guests, ma'am. It seems terribly inefficient. I know. And he goes in and just carts off. And you know your mother. When he they say uh, getting prepared, she'll go full on. So it might take like an hour or so. Yep. After about 30 minutes, you do hear the carriage coming back. And out steps. Uh, go, for it, go for it first. And he opens the door. And there is a strange... What's your... Uh, a large tabby cat. Mm-hmm. In simple monk robes. Yep. Simple monk robes. And underneath the robes, they're slightly open. You can see... Uh, just a normal unarmored leather uh, tunic and uh, wearing sandals. Yep. yep. And Gopher leads you into the lobby. Have a seat. Uh, I'll be back in a bit. Then he goes to the carriage. I sit on the table in lotus position. And what business does my mother have with you? Uh, I have been told that I am in need of helping the weary and downtrodden, in a sense. That does not sound like my mother. Oh, it doesn't? Hmm. People can surprise you. This is a nice house. I suppose. It's big. Ish. I've seen bigger. Well, the tenants of the old ones tell us that it is important to appreciate the room that you are in. And Blaze takes a nap. <laughs> because, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then a half an hour later, in comes uh, Sabian, uh, coming out of the carriage, followed by Gopher. Please stay here for another. And he looks at the clock. 20 or so minutes. I'll return. And he goes And he goes up the stairs. Uh, I... Is that one sleeping? Actually, so out of character. Uh, on our sheets, it actually kind of says shows that we kind of know each other. I know. Uh, I'm just playing it off that you. This is the first time. You okay. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to clear up. Okay. Do yeah. we in fact know each no, other? No, no. You or guys like, had, would no, I no. recognize Blaze? No, you guys All would right. not recognize each other. All right. Sorry. Back in character. Is that one sleep? Hello. Are you are you the ones I'm supposed to talk to? Hi. Hi. Blaze wakes up. Hi. And yeah, at the door is is Sabian in all of his uh, inadvertently creepy glory. Oh no! What? 
did I, do I have a stain on me? Like little mouse skulls yeah. rattling. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you on your way to some sort of costume party? Uh, uh, no, no. These these are how I channel the dark forces of life and death. Do you, uh, either of you know uh, De- uh, sorry, David Arage? I have. Well, actually, I'm going to say you know because of who you are. But David, do you have history? Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, you, yeah, you can still roll for it, just in case. Uh, his, all the skill means is you got, can add your proficiency to it. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right, that's right. So if you want to roll for history, just to see. Okay. And it's the first roll of the game, because why not? So you're saying I don't need to? No, because I'm going to say because of who you are, you know who he is. I got a six. You have no idea who he is. You know him as uh, part of the Sphinx family. And a cop! And a cop! <laughs> you had to tell us when you walked in! <laughs> jumps out the windows. Alright, so Blaze, you know him as uh, from Family Sphinx, and Sphinx does. How Sphinx does have a history of bringing about the occasional Dark Lord. I mean, they're usually stopped. Usually. And the rest, and the, the rest of the family is, are great at parties. Uh huh. Yep. Considering the, this current member of House Sphinx in front of you, uh, uh, sorry, House Angora. Oh, oh, wait. No, you're your family. Family Sphinx. Sphinx. There we go. Yeah. I, I am. Uh, family Sphinx uh, is is currently, like, looking through his robes, thinking that maybe he's got a stain. <laughs> uh, probably less of, more of the Dark Lord and less of the good at parties. <laughs> Every time you move, like, part of your vest, like, meh. Move another one. <laughs> uh, well, this is interesting. I, I I was just I was I was at the library and they summoned me over. I was at the monastery and they summoned me. Hmm. Did you get a letter from a Mister Body as well? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had. Mother, we are getting bored. You are always so impatient, my daughter. Five more minutes. Oh, this is hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You've read about it. <laughs> I You've heard it. about it personally. <laughs> from your best friends. <laughs> Some of my best friends are from hell. <laughs> there we go. Had to work up to yeah. the joke. I uh, love it. <laughs> All right. And five minutes later, uh, down the stair comes uh, Gopher. This way, please. And he walks up the stairs. Down the stairs comes <laughs> Gopher. That's why it's role playing, kids. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, he leads you upstairs uh, to a side room and a large chamber, and sitting on a chair is a, a gorgeous Persian uh, woman, a cat, female cat, uh, in a gorgeous gown. Her hair, her, All her fur is done up. It looks like it took forever to do. And she says, please, have a seat. Blaze leans rakishly against the doorframe, refusing a seat. Uh, I... Take out a small mat from inside of my robes, unroll it, and sit on the floor. And and Sabian, not being a psycho, goes and sits, <laughs> goes and sits properly in a chair like a proper cat. <laughs> and you see, uh, you see a nod of respect from Ophelia that's nodding at you. We have one civilized cat here. When's he going to arrive? <laughs> Welcome to my home. Blaze, it's nice for you to finally come home every once in a while. What is it that you want, mother? <laughs> what, I can't ask my own daughter for a friendly visit? You are never friendly. And you have still have much to learn, but that is a lesson for another day. You are brought before me because you are all skilled 
you're all people who have been known to complete trials for others. And you're all people I have uh, certain connections to that would force my will upon you. I'm going to use those connections now because I am in need of a service to be done. As you know, House Rex contains a large portion of the coast of the Monarchies of Mao. We have numerous upon numerous small villages that gives us tithes of clams, fishes, things of that sort. Things we use. Please stop bragging, Mother. It's unbecoming. What I need from all of you is to go to one of the furthest of these little towns. Mm -hmm. They have not been paying their tith for quite a while. Normally we would send one of our soldiers to go over there and figure out what's going on, but due to rising tensions with Pugmire, most of our forces are on the border with their nation, and our resources are slim. There has also been rumors that they, that this lack of teeth has to do less with lack of resources and more to do with a spot of rebellion. We'd firmly desire information, but if you could resolve the issue there, we would also be much appreciated. Uh, so, if I understand correctly, we're supposed to arrive, collect your money, and find out what could possibly have possessed this group of people to determine their own fate and throw off the shackles of oppression and put a stop to that as well? Quite well. Can't wait to meet these people. Uh, the quest question. Yes. Um, I- I'm a scholar. I read books. Mm-hmm. Yes, so why am I part of this whole thing? We want to ensure that they are properly terrified. Of books? Let's just say many know of Family Spinks's name. If we can call upon a house, a family, a member of Family Spinks to come in for something so minor, it shows our power. Mm-hmm. So this is a very small town. No libraries is what you're saying. I'm sure there's a book in there somewhere. If you squint... Fine, I guess I'll go find it. <laughs> Alright. You may leave. The carriage will be waiting. And from there you can take a caravan if you wish or travel alone. I do not care. Of course you don't. Alright. I'm out. Yeah. I roll up my uh roll up my mat and I walk out. Alright. The rest of you. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Sabian kind of gets up and uh, goes, all right, so, so we're, like, right now. Oh, oh okay. This way, sir. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and as soon as he leaves the room, he can be, uh, his voice can be heard carrying from the hallway as he's uh, talking to, to the butler to go for, uh, so, so do you guys have a library in here? I mean, can I just make a quick, quick pit stop? Just, just, no? If just, you're not? You will have to ask the lady, sir. I'd really rather not. She's very intimidating. Yes, she is. So, uh, and he, and, yeah, and then he just follows, follows yep. along to the, to the uh, carriage. Yep. You're out to a carriage and you're uh, sent off to uh, what looks like a 
caravan that's preparing up that's going the general direction, which is going to take you a part of the way, and then you have to walk the rest of the way. Yep. And so yeah, and the caravan is going to leave uh, the next start the start next day, so you have a night to yourselves. Okay. Yep. To do whatever you want, prepare whatever you want to prepare. I mean, I'm not done with that <laughs> with that Agatha Kitty novel. <laughs> so unless anybody's like, I guess I'll see you all in the morning then, and he's just starts trying to, to find a, a uh, carriage or something to take him back to the library. <laughs> you can't help but notice that uh, as you're raising up your hand, there's a, it goes, you see a, you see a, ca- a carriage go by. It seems to get a little faster past you <laughs> and runs off. It's like, why? Did he not, you know what? And uh, he uses prestidigitation uh, to, to sort of cause a, a minor, minor momentary illusion. Uh, but this being, you know, how Sphinx, it's like he's trying to make an illusion of like a pause or like, hey, but it's like a skeletal <laughs> paw with like claws. Like, <laughs> big smile. Like, ah, ah, why are they going faster? A bunch of crows like dive down on your hand to eat the bone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so he, he tries ineffectually for a few moments and uh, then just kind of slumps defeated. Like, ah, fine. I guess I'll read one of my usual ones. He just pulls out a book out of his own knapsack. <laughs> and yeah, unless he's otherwise engaged in conversation, he's he is literally the, the shy, nerdy type. He'll just kind of like curl up mm-hmm. into a book. All right. Anyone else? Uh, my character is going to be lingering. Halo is going to be lingering around... Blaze and Sabian as we exit. I'm going to be... I'll be at the gates for tomorrow morning. Why not thugs? Why us? It's your mother. You would know. Because thugs, she would have to pay. Whatever influence she has over the two of you is cheaper than actual coin. Mm-hmm. Which way is the jail? Why would I have any knowledge of that? Just try to look very innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Just start grooming yourself again. <laughs> right. I'll find it. I'll see you tomorrow morning at the, at the uh, gates. Good night. Night. Don't don't wave. It's fine. See you tomorrow. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna go find the jail. Unless you want some company. Oh, he's gone. Yep. So you yeah you head off to the jail. Uh yeah you head off to the jail and it's a large uh, two story building and in front of you you see a couple of guard cats. Can I help you, sir? I was wondering if I could see one of the incarcerated for a visit. It's a bit late for this little past visiting hours, sir. True, but he might not be long for this world. Also, the monastery is, uh, carries strange hours. It's a persuasion roll. <clears throat> nope. Yep. It is well past visiting hours, sir. Try again tomorrow. Alright. Thank you for your time. Tell Tracy's an idiot. I'm sure he already knows, sir. I guarantee you he does not. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah, I go, having tried to talk to my friend, I go to uh, I go to the gate and hunker down for a nap. Okay. Grab my rucksack and all of that stuff. But I travel pretty light, so. Yeah. Blaze? 
blazes. Uh, she has nowhere else to to be, so she is going to just hang out at the gate until morning. Okay. Then morning comes around. Uh, there's a large caravan with about uh, 30 or so diff- uh, cats, uh, men, women, and children, uh, all getting ready to travel across the coast to the various towns that, that basically spot it. And it is a it, uneventful, like I said, it's a long journey. It's like eventful, like week or so of travel. All of you trying your best not to go insane on the with the boring conversations because I'm going to say at least two of you are used to the big city, the the big town where you're able to always talk to different people, read different books. The wanderer, the monk, is fine. Mm-hmm. The silence is kind of pleasant, but the rest of you are going. I'm going to assume is sane, especially once you ran out of books. Yeah, which was like half an hour. Ago. <laughs> yeah, you're a voracious learner, so you you. I'm going to assume you're a quick reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been pestering everybody for books ever since, and of course, nobody else has any. No. And by pestering means he like comes up behind people silently and looms. <laughs> With an expectant look. All of the kittens have cried at least once because of you. <laughs> yes, yes, they have. <laughs> yep. And eventually you reach the point where no other caravans are going. It's just uh, dirt roads that you're going to have to walk on as you continue on your journey. This is hell. Yep. Blaze wrinkles her nose as she steps out of the carriage onto a dusty back road. Mm-hmm. The, her impeccable black boots are immediately covered in dust. Like, seriously, one foot down and half of our body's <laughs> covered in dust. How does it do that? <laughs> Halo kicks off his sandals so he can finally feel the earth underneath his bare paws mm-hmm. uh, and puts them in his back and slings everything over his shoulder and looks content, smiles just a bit, and we'll walk first. Okay. Yeah. On down this dusty road. All right. And you guys are just walking along. Enjoying your day. Well, mostly well, enjoying the day. Yeah. Let's not get too far on this. <laughs> all right. I want all of you to give me notice rolls. Oh, no. If you don't have the skill, it's just a regular d20 plus your uh, wisdom. 13. Mm-hmm. Nat 20. Nice. Notice all the things, Dan. Twenty uh, Total 22 with my wisdom bonus. Well, okay. Uh, 17 for me. All right. Uh uh, Blaze? Blaze, Blaze is, is distracted by all the dust and yeah, the. It is. She's got, she's got that thing where it's so quiet her ears are ringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh jeez. AKA me every time I leave the city. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Halo. Mm-hmm. It's too quiet. Mm-hmm. Something seems off. Uh, Sabian, why are those two cats in the tree looking down at you? Hi. <laughs> Do you activate your skull hand again? <laughs> that would be dope. You know what? Yeah, Rolling he, he, he uses precipitation to like make sure he gets seen. Hey, hey, guys, up, up here. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, there's two guys up there. What? Hi, ambush. Yep, they. Uh, Not any you know longer. What? You use your skeletal hands to give me an intimidation roll with a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, just, just to see. <laughs> All right, so that would just be a charisma. Yep. All right, so that's fifteen or <laughs> uh, or three. Uh, I guess I have to take the three. Yes, you do. So yeah, he's not very intimidating at all right now. Cool. Roll for initiative. It's probably the big ass, the big happy. Yeah. Ah, oh. oh God damn! Wow, David. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh man. My first one wasn't at 20. It's just been downhill since then. Right, there is nowhere to go but down. So initiative is just a plus, it's a dexterity roll, right? Mm-hmm. So plus one. All right, so four. So four for Dan. Angela? 
So we're adding dexterity to it? Yeah, you'd add your dexterity modifier. Cool. Uh, so that is nine. Nine. Uh, uh, David? Two. Two. Yeah. Considering we weren't even surprised. <laughs> yep. I know. It's like, come on, folks. Yeah, but then we spent all that time going, like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, we were oh, probably sh- distracted by the giant <laughs> skull hand yeah. as well. As all many right. times as you see it, it never gets comfortable. Okay. No. So, uh, Blaze, you go first. As you see these two cats. Uh, you look wow. upon the cats, uh, you see... Well, they rolled even worse. They were Probably. even worse, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> no, no one's 100% into this ambush. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, come on, guys. And they're like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Our bad. But let's just forget this one. <laughs> they're like, they're in the trees and they're like, how? <laughs> this was supposed to be an ambush, but we can't yeah. get down. <laughs> is, is that stage of a of a, a cat fight where, where all the cats involved just kind of like glaring at each other and twitching their <laughs> tails? And, <it's> like, <laughs> and nobody's really into it, but like, I know we're going to have to fight. It's just such a fucking asshole. <laughs> <sighs> you look it upon them, you notice that they seem, both seem to have small crossbows. And they're both aimed at you at the top from the top of the trees. What do you do? So they are aiming at us. Yeah. Then Blaze is going to take out her small crossbow and shoot at them. Okay. Go ahead and shoot. All right. So I have an aptitude in the weapon, which I assume just means that I am capable of using it. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's just to roll a straight d20? Uh, d20 plus your dexterity mm-hmm. plus your proficiency. Cool. Oh, and my professional mouse plus two. Yep. Ooh, 18, 19, 20, 21, that 22, def- 23. That nice. definitely hits. All and your damage. Damage is 1d8. One. Mm-hmm. You can use a fortune to reroll that if you want. Would everyone be okay if I reroll <laughs> my damage? Yep. You, you did earn that point. So. Yeah, yep. <laughs> really. Two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you cause it two damage. Alright, uh, next is them. Uh, the one bandit that you attacked is going to attack you back. I, I That does seem fair. Yep, yep. And he's going to roll and Does a seven hit you? It does not. Okay. The other one is going to shoot the scary necromancer. Also fair. Does a ten hit you? Uh, my defense is twelve, so I guess De- not. No, it misses you as well. Alright. Alright. Uh, but yeah. I am aware that they are not friends. Oh, yeah. You definitely. are so bad at this ambush. Hey, Spinks. <laughs> You're next. Yeah, he he was like smiling as soon, but as soon as like a crossbow bolt like lands between his feet, he's like, "Oh wait!" <laughs> and and that that same uh, illusory hand suddenly shoots out as I uh, use my chill touch cantrip uh, and uh, try and hit it. All so right. chill touch, unlike uh, despite the name, it's not a touch spell; it's mm-hmm. a a distance spell. So I make a ranged spell attack. Right. So ranged spell attack is just like a normal like dexterity plus yep. uh, plus, plus your efficiency. Plus, yeah. D- yeah. Exactly. Right. So look at it. Nat twenty. Uh, nat twenty. Double Again? twenty three. Double your. That's dice. all I do. Either nat twenties or like one, two, and three. Double your dice. Sweet. Uh, 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 and that is one d eight. So two d eight. So. Seven and oh, uh, an eight. 
So 15 points of necrotic Jeez. damage. Necrotic damage? Necrotic damage. And uh, assuming he's still alive, he can't regain stamina points until his next turn, whatever you, that uh, means. But I, you hear I'm a assuming I don't. He doesn't you hear it. a scream as both of you see this uh, weak-looking, not very intimidating at all, uh, uh, Manser. Point a finger uh, with an annoyed glance, pointing that one uh, bandit up there. And you see the, the bandits start to scream and yell as he literally melts in and rots on that tree limb. Yeah, the spell description says he, uh, you create a ghostly skeletal paw. So I'm assuming like that same one that I was waving with. So he just like screams like, <laughs> and wraps around the, that cat. And as it wraps around him, just the, it just like shrinks and melts like, like it was sucking him dry. Oh, ah. Uh. That was a little bit more than I expected. <laughs> uh, Reminds me not to annoy you. <laughs> Halo, you're next. Yeah, follow that up. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to climb the tree and try to get at them. Yeah. Uh, Him. There's only one left. <laughs> give me Him. an acrobatic <laughs> roll of 12. Now, curious. What is traverse? Oh, sorry. Traverse is probably... It is traverse? Okay, traverse, cool. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. I got a six. Six total? Yep. You can use a fortune point. No. Alright. No, I'm just like people are dying, there's one there's one guy left. Mm-hmm. So um, And you added your proficiency bonus to that, right? Which would have made it eight anyway. Yeah. Uh so in which case so it would be probably be a strength roll, so that would make it a five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Alright. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm just not I'm not rolling great. All right. so. It happens. You're not yeah, rolling right. the, the net twenties at uh all right, yeah. So sadly, you're not able to climb up there. But that's your movement. Do you want to do anything with that action? I'm just gonna look up and say, like, "Come down, or my associates are going to kill you." And I say it not like a threatening way. Like, uh, if you haven't noticed, you're gonna die. All right. Uh, let you use. In that case, I let you use persuasion or intimidate. Um. Either I don't have any social skills and I'm rocking a negative one on everything. You still I can try. So I'm gonna say persuasion. Yep. Fourteen. He looks at you. Mm-hmm. He looks at his mess of a former friend. Mm-hmm. And he drops the crossbow. <laughs> drops to the ground. All right, come come down. I'm like still trying to pick myself up <laughs> on the first bow. Like come come down. He, come he down slowly here. comes down. Just climbs down the tree, raises up his paws. Who are you? Trevar. Trevar? You're in a lot of trouble. Uh, but not as much trouble as an I pointed at <laughs> the still bubbling former and person. And a bit of him just drops on his head. You got some Steve on you. Now, <laughs> um, why did you attack us? Looked like you had good loot. Right. I look at the monk... And the necromancer, you need to get your eyes checked. My mother has told me that many times. Trevor. Yes. So you have a mother, and it seems, I look back up at the goop, that you have a decision in front of you. Now, life is full of decisions like this, so consider this one with great emotion and foresight. I will. Maybe this is a sign... That you are not cut out for the bandit life. You present an interesting argument that I'm going to take into account for all my future decisions. 
Go home to your mother, Trevar. Learn a trade. Or back to the goop. You know, they're alternatives. He looks at you guys, and he slowly takes one step back. And sure. bumps and bumps into Sabian, who had been, like, s- sliding around <laughs> up to behind him, and just, like, kind of leans down, uh, looming a little... I'm, I'm real sorry about your buddy. Ah! And he runs <laughs> off. Ah! Ah! I really am. I didn't mean... <sighs> wave, wave goodbye, Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> just the creaking of bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the scared straight program I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that happens. <laughs> Sorry for blowing up your first encounter, Hazel. Yeah. Oh no, it's fine. Honestly, to roll an at twenty on that one. No, that was that was a test encounter, anyways, to see how the mechanics <laughs> yeah, work. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, so this is how it works. Mm. Now you'll notice that I I moved my dice and it fell naturally into a one. Like there is no middle ground for me today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Jesus, quick question. Uh, these characters, these are from the book you didn't delve yeah, into, yeah, right? Yeah, from okay. the cool book, yeah. Also, just uh, just to remind you, because I completely forgot, remember to add your modifiers to your particular weapon for a damage as well. Mm-hmm. So, if, like, so if, if you're using a strength-based weapon, you would add your strength to the damage. If you're using a finesse-based weapon, you would add your dexterity to the damage. I forgot to, add, talk, to tell you yeah, that. Yeah, finesse weapons are dope because you can add strength or dexterity, yes, whichever Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. As the one that doesn't play D&D on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. No fair. clue. Anyway, yeah, and you continue on your journeys. After having taken care of uh, some dudes, you know, they're trying to start an honest, dishonest trade. And as you continue the path, you see... I feel like overall we've already done some good in the world. So. <laughs> you literally scared someone straight. It's great. <laughs> Melted his buddy. <laughs> when he skedaddled off, did he go in the direction that we are going? Like, is he potentially from the village that we it have It looks to- like he's heading in the oh, same boy. direction. <laughs> I think we shall be seeing Trevar again soon. But will he be seeing us? Because as you said, he needs some sort of uh, vision, visual help. Oh, hey, he's going to the same place that we are. <laughs> hmm. Well, maybe we'll get to meet his family. Yep. They'll probably thank us. Oh, his family will. <laughs> <laughs> we both, all three of us look up to the coop. <laughs> It's <laughs> like a murder of crows is already starting to circle. <laughs> Let's keep going. And you continue on uh, your journeys. It takes about three days of travel. If there was a vision of Trevar, you see Tre- Trevar just running. He's like, they're following me. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, God. By the old ones. I brought doom upon us all. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's amazing. I want him to be the the soothsayer that comes running into the town warning of darkness. Oh my god. god. The the old witch who who read my hairball was right. (laughs) (laughs) And after three days, you see the outer skirts of that very small small, uh, uh, town. More of a village. What was the name of this place? Did this place get a name? Oh, right. I have a name which I wrote down. What's village that? Town. <laughs> Welcome to Village Town. Villar. 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 Ah, village Town. In country land. The village of Villar. Villar. You see the outer skirts uh, right on the coast. But as you, uh, as you, actually, as you near that small town, there is a, a thick fog that seems to get thick around it. It's not, it's not something it's hard to see through, but it's there like a light 
mist that covers the entire town. It blocks off a bit of the sun, even though it's like noon. Spooky. So they spend their days with their fur slightly damp? <laughs> and eventually, yeah, you're on the outskirts of the village. You do see one or two people. You do, Yeah, you do see uh, two or three people. Uh, one looks like a large uh, black... Uh, no, sorry. A large uh, bluish cat. Uh, you would recognize him if anyone knew. Cat breeds a Russian blue. Uh, standing there, he's sort of... Lo- he's looking tall, a little plump, and you see uh, a couple of cats around him. And you, and obviously they're waiting for something. You can't decide on what the harbingers of doom <laughs> yeah, yep. that Tra- yeah. that Trevar warned them about. <laughs> yep. ah. Yeah. Meanwhile, out of the mists, strides. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah, even even before we are seeing the uh, quiet uh, clacking and clicking of mouse skulls uh, on on Sabian's outfit, mm-hmm. uh, can be heard. <laughs> Bones clacking. If they, if we need to smooth anything out over with talking, I seem to have a knack for it, so I'll take care. <laughs> so we'll approach these uh, fine fellows. Just pull up next to them in the carriage and lean out with one elbow, like, "Hey, y'all not paying a tithe?" <laughs> <laughs> As you get close, you see. Uh, uh, the, the the Russian blue gentleman walk over. So I have been made aware that one of our own is uh, has passed beyond. Uh, yes. Sorry about that. He unwisely attacked a group of otherwise unarmed passerbys. Fair enough. He was always an idiot. I know how you feel. So, anyways, is this Valar? It is. Great. Is there a inn or a tavern? We have an empty house. Are you coming to visit? To become part of our village, perhaps? He chuckles to himself. Phil, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to be one of the village people? <laughs> we only accept macho men. <laughs> 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 there are numerous houses. Uh, there's the Y. There is the M. <laughs> and they're on the coast. They've got a navy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's employment, a place to stay. Yep. <laughs> Run into each other as they pass by instead of like, hello. They're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. We were listening to Macho Man. And no, we won't apologize or explain. <laughs> yep. No, I hope not. We hope to make this a quick and pleasant encounter. Who is in charge around here? He bows a little. I am Vandriad. Vandriad. Mr. Vandriad. I am Blaze Rex von Rex. Rex. I thought that would uh, would get your attention, so I'm sure you can understand why we are here and why we want to keep this short. Just pay your tithe and my mother will leave you alone. Miss Rex, I wish I could, but our fishing has been rather poor this season and we have been unable to pay your tithe. Please explain to your mother that we will try our best. We will try to bring her something soon. You may go if that is enough, or you could stay the night. We do have a house open. How big is this house? I'm looking for like a something that can be a duplex rental. 
<laughs> Sorry. I've been watching a lot of HGTV. Well, this one is open concept. <laughs> Drink. Yeah, I'm sure that every time he says, like, we have a house, and he just kind of motions. It's just, like, on top of a hill. Like this, <laughs> <laughs> lightning. Yeah, lightning, yeah. like a single light at the top. <laughs> While I certainly appreciate the vagaries of of trade and and work and careers those are things people have right i just realized none of our characters actually have those things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not going to be good enough maybe you should sell that house and then you can pay your tithe and we can leave but until the tithe is paid we are unable to leave. Well, that is inconvenient for the both of us. I can only assume, and he points towards the house, you have a bit of a stay before you. <laughs> he must be the town realtor. He's <laughs> pushing this property real hard. The lawn practically mows itself. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the real estate agent, he's the treasurer of the town. Security, it seems. He's basically the Monopoly man. <laughs> Is there anybody else actually here? Are we sure his thugs that are with him are actually here and not illusions? <laughs> They're just puppets. We can't see his hands. <laughs> Sabian, perhaps you could impress upon him the fact that we don't want to stay and we just want to leave with the tithe? I mean, it's a very small town. I'm assuming you don't have a library. Sadly, we do not. Yeah, so we can't stay here. Possibly, we really would need to just take the money and run. Sadly, there is no plastic coins to give you, or fish. By the way, they use plastic here for money right. in this universe. This place is terrible. Why is your fishing harmed? Who can say? And who cares? Well, let's take a look, then. Where's your dock? He points and a clear dock about a quarter of a mile away. Well, let's take a look at the dock. Maybe we can help. Do you know anything about fishing? I would love to learn. Driver! To the dock, please! He looks around. Driver. Oh, sorry, I thought we were in a carriage. No, so no, no, you walk. You oh, walk. that's right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, let's go to the dock then. Well, come on then. Yep. As you're walking along, I want everyone to give me a sense of motive. Mm-hmm. As as we are walking, though, uh, Halo is going to lean into Blaze and uh, Sabian and say, "I don't know much about fishing, but I do know what a dock that has been that has been left to neglect looks like." I would like to know whether or not they had any intention of paying your mother at all. I sense nothing with a two. Nope. I got a ten. All right. I got a three. With a ten, I'm going to give you this. Uh, Sabian. Yeah? It's, it's, with a ten, you can say, like, it's doesn't seem that odd to you. You get people, uh, as you're passing by there, it's, it's obvious people are trying not to stare at you. Yep. And then as you pass by, you can feel their eyes boring into your back. Especially Vandriad. 
But you're used to that sort of thing. I am kind of used to that. What's different is that it seems to be not just you, but your two companions as well. They definitely do not want you there. That makes three of us. (laughs) And as you head over, walk over to the dock, you do see signs of... Actually, give me a perception test. Or notice. And wisdom affects these rolls. Wisdom affects this roll, Okay, I got a 12. Seven. Thirteen. There are still clear... There is some signs of neglect, like no one has really been near the dock in a while. Mm. Which is weird, because this is a fishing village. But with a thirteen, as you look around, you see... You look around some of the footsteps. There is neglect, but there has been people walking around in this area. But those aren't cat prints. Yeah, so Sabian kind of just, he's like looking around, just kind of a concerned expression on his face. Guys, I, I mean, I do. Not, you, uh, I'm going to give you this one. Do you say it in front of the, because Vandriet and a couple other people are around you as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's got, yeah. They followed you. I just want to put. Yeah, he's, he's got zero concept of like, <laughs> like social niceties. Okay. Uh, so he's like, he's talking to, 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 to Blaze and Halo. Uh, but yeah, he, he's making no attempt to, to hide his words. It's like, Hey, guys, you know, for a fishing town, there's, I mean, doesn't look like any of this stuff has been touched in ages. Oh, maybe it's in some sort of storage then. And I'm going to look around for like a warehouse or storage or anything like that and just open it up. All right. My character's not very subtle. He literally feels like there's got to be an explanation for this. Surely I don't have to bust someone's ass. (laughs) Yep. And you go to, uh, you see a warehouse door and you open it up. There's a smell of rotten fish. There actually looks like there was fish here. Uh, it's not as much as you assume. It, it's not filled to capacity or anything. You think maybe a tenth of the of this little warehouse is filled up with fish, and then no one bothered to put more fish in it, and the fish that was in it was left to rot. Ah. Oh. And he kind of Sabian is like wrinkles his nose and steps back and goes, and then turns to uh, to the 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 others, uh, Bell, whatever, Vandriad, Vandriad, yeah, and and, uh, and just goes like, so is the reason you guys are not uh, doing any more fishing because of whatever's making those tracks, and just points very obviously at the at the non cat tracks. Vandriad's like, what are you? I mean that that's not made by a cat. What else could make it? I was hoping you'd say, I mean, maybe it was keeping you away, and that would be a very valid reason for why you weren't able to pay your tithe, because you're being menaced by some kind of monster. You read too many books. Uh, I take Sabian. offense to that. No such thing. <laughs> Look. Draw your blade. We fight now. <laughs> <laughs> you see Vendria just looking at you. Give me another sense motive. <laughs> uh, sense motive is, is wisdom? Yep. Uh, let's see. 10. 10. 18. 18. There we go. 18 as well. 19, right. actually. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Both of you, though. We are, we are tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as soon as you send something menacing. <laughs> what is this, a LARP? Where's okay. your fucking money? <laughs> from from Vandriot and the other villagers, mm-hmm. you don't sense fear. Mm-hmm. You sense annoyance at the look of you. And with a 1918, you also look. They're cats. There's something off about them, just slightly. So this house. Yes. Is it nice? I think so. Great. 
I'd like to take a look at it. Of course, this way. And it is a fairly creepy looking house. It looks yeah. like it's been abandoned for a long time. Well, this is an awfully interesting house. Is it for sale or for rent? Uh, there have not been any offers. Mm. And mm. we have honestly thought about it for a while. It's a relatively small village. We expect one of the children to grow up and want their home of their own. You know. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Interesting. Well, I'm going to, if it's all right, I would like to walk around the land and take a look. Good land is so important if you're, if you're hoping to stay somewhere. You understand. Um, would you like a guide? No, I kind of bob on the balls of my paws for a second. No, I know how dirt works. It's, thank you. Appreciate it. But, um, <clears throat> Blaze, you're familiar with uh, architecture, correct? Enough. All right, and Sabian, you know old things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, perhaps, Ophelia would accept a house's tithe. Land is the thing they're not making any more of. Let's take a walk. All right, but can we go down without wind? I'm just something smells kind of fishy. But <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> the shadows, a bunch of demons, like oh, <laughs> yeah. And we uh, take a take a walk around. Yep, something's not right here. Of course, something's not right. They are very upset that we are looking around, and they keep on pushing this house. There's rotting fish that has never been sold, and then they just or stop. eaten. Or eat. Or it's anything. one thing to withhold a tithe, but it's another just to let perfectly good fish rot. Right. So it's offensive. Hmm. What do you want to do, Blaze? It's your mother we're working for. Well, she won't accept a house as collateral. I mean, fair. The foundations in that thing are shot. <laughs> There's something about this house. I hate to say it, but I think this is a trick. And there's something strange going on in this place. They keep pushing this house, and there are tracks. Hmm. Sabian. Yeah. The tracks. Mm hmm. Uh. Jesus. Shoot. What skill would be following tracks? Search. Oh, it would be search? Yeah, survive, sorry. Oh, it would be survive. Great. Yep. I'm going to roll survive and try to figure out whether or not those tracks that I looked at conceivably came up here. Mm-hmm. Is my hypothesis. The case that he pointed out to you. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to look around for similar tracks. Give me a roll. I got a 12, 13. You look at the tracks and they... Do go mm -hmm. from the dock mm -hmm. to several of the houses, but a large number around that empty house. But looking at the tracks, they came from the dock and then went back to the dock. In, but not towards the wooden partition, wooden, uh, can't say, what was the it? wharf? The wharf mm -hmm. and into a boat. You think they might have come up from the beach? All right. So, good news, bad news. Good news is, I think we can 
come to get to the bottom of this before tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Bad news is we're probably going to have to scare some otherwise innocent people into telling us what's going on. And also, we might have to get wet. <laughs> Smash cut to the town, entire town burning. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wouldn't pay their tithes, so I guess. I guess we had no other choice. <laughs> because these tracks are coming from the water itself. They're tra- traveling to these select houses and also Jesus the empty house is that and the empty house as well although and the, the the ones that had to have seem older than the other houses so they haven't been here as recently yeah well the, yeah the, there are some tracks to the regular houses but there's there have been also tracks to the old the empty house but those tracks are the old seem the oldest well whatever these things are they haven't been here in a while so I think we should look at the house. It's entirely possible that they're simply hoarding a bunch of plastic. And it's in one of these homes. Particularly this one that they keep directing us to. And you can just see in his eyes he's not putting these two and two together. (laughs) If they're directing us here, they wouldn't be hiding the plastic here. Or they're intentionally directing us here because we think that it's too obvious for the plastic to be here. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not the only one who reads (laughs) Kathika Christie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, what if they know that we know that? (laughs) Something comes from the water. Mm -hmm. It started coming here and then it branched out to the other houses. This was where they started. Right. I would suggest this. Let's stay until nightfall. Make nice with the locals. Mm. Say that we'll consider giving your mother this home. Or we'll sell it to the monastery or to the church or someone who will buy it. Stay here at night. And if you're so inclined, Blaze, investigate those other homes. Gladly. Great. Then Sabian and I will stay in the house and look through it. You know, it's most likely going to be the most dangerous what we are doing, but I believe that Sabian and I will be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's books. I don't know. There might be books. If you find any books, please bring those back for Sabian because it's going to be a long trip home. Please. I'll see what I can find. So I guess we're just going to wait till nightfall? Yeah, so we're going to tell Blue, what's his face? Um, (laughs) Mandriad. Yeah, that uh, we would love to stay here and we're going to consider the house as a possible down payment for the tithe. Very well. Please make yourself at home. Sure thing. And I take out my roll and I walk towards the house. Yep. Hey everybody, this is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know, we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, Your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember... 
The Ink Monster wants to eat you!